0: Welcome, everyone, to On Podcast, the on Microsoft podcast, where we're talking about Microsoft stuff on a podcast. I'm your co-host today. I'm Kareem Anderson. I'm joined by the world's greatest co-host.
1: R.F. Bacchus.
0: And we have controversy of the wazoo. Not with us personally, <laughs> but Microsoft has a lot. So, check in for week, I don't know, five of Microsoft news, and it's going to be a doozy. I'm going to start everybody off with what we're going to be talking about.
1: Windows Phone is back. No, we're just joking. Uh, Microsoft <laughs> is killing off another product this time, according to some rumors, and it is Hololens.
0: Yeah, so we're going to jump into that. Uh, we also got some controversy about the Insider Program, and is it really relevant? Uh, so we'll be <laughs> talking about that uh, next.
1: And there's also more controversy coming with 3D emojis, which everyone wanted, and is apparently now underway, according to just one Microsoft employee.
0: Yes, and then, uh, I mean, we'll be talking about that, both of those, all three of those topics at length. Uh, And then we'll jump into our fast recap, which again is full of uh, more news where we talk about the uh, uh, Federal Trade Commission will reportedly investigate the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal, which we kind of all saw coming, kind of had to be done for $70 billion. Uh, We're also gonna be talking about Microsoft killing off the service audio app, uh, but in lieu of replacing it with a more functional single app, which we should always applaud. Uh, then we talk about Microsoft uh, Microsoft Lists being uh, adding support for personal Microsoft accounts and preview. Lastly, we'll kind of wrap. Well, I mean, we'll also wrap up with Android eleven coming out to the Duo, uh, the original Duo. So uh, we'll talk uh, about you know, some of the new features and some of the things that are kind of like it. And then we're going to be wrapping up with Gmail getting a sort of Microsoft Outlook feature with integrated view options. So those are our fast recaps. And then we're going to kind of jump into the week ahead, which is everyone's favorite uh, section. And what are you going to be talking about there?
1: More fallout from the HoloLens news and also a new, we're looking ahead towards a new Windows Insider dev channel build because there was no new one this week because Microsoft faced a bug. And then also February is Black History Month and Xbox is doing some cool things. So we'll just run through those.
0: Yeah, and I will be reviewing some hardware, which I think once we're done, will be part of a giveaway. So stay tuned.
1: All right, and why don't you get us into the first topic, which is Microsoft killing off Hololens?
0: Oh yes, uh, I wish, I uh, hope you can find some B-roll of like there's a picture of I think Alex Gibney and Joe Belfiore and, and Terry Myers, whatever, all kind of laughing with the Hololens goggles. Well, that should have been a precursor. So all three of those guys <laughs> are doomed for failure. Apparently, Joe B just keeps finding projects to to fail at. But uh, we are getting uh, reports. Rumors, essentially, not nothing's beneficial, about Microsoft uh, kind of canceling uh, HoloLens 3 and where that leaves the HoloLens team. Now, uh, this news is coming off the back of several reports, uh, one of them being the brain bleed from Microsoft's HoloLens AR division in general. We wrote about that about two or three weeks ago where... The beneficiary of about 100 employees from the HoloLens team happens to be Meta, formerly known as Facebook. They've swapped, they've gobbled up a lot of the HoloLens team as is, and you know, of those 100 or so people leaving, 70 of them went straight there. So there are about 30 kind of floating around in the industry, uh, looking for contracts, probably with Apple, who has been rumored to be coming out with something later this year, that should be pretty impressive. Uh, Google as well, because I think they've reintroduced efforts that are beyond Google Glass, and I'm sure there are other, you know, enterprise uh people like Lenovo and things like that that are looking for AR solutions. Either way, it's Microsoft's loss. So with that news being said, and uh HoloLens reportedly, again, these are rumors still, uh putting the kibosh on HoloLens three, which again, you know, we got HoloLens two about two and a half years ago, I think it was.
1: Yeah, uh, 20, in, in, 2020.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you know, for something that should be the next coming of AR and the introduction of Satya Nadella's, you know, uh, metaverse, uh, and they're not getting new hardware. We haven't seen any updates to the field of view. I mean, people who have HoloLens headsets like yourself probably haven't seen an update in at least a year. So, you know, people are wondering what is going on with this project, and now you're delaying what should have been an update. This is starting to feel a lot like Windows Phone. I'll let you kind of talk about it now.
1: It's mainly been fueled by a report from Business Insider, which uh, Paywalled. by the way, we had to pay $1 to get access to it. But the report detailed that a lot of Microsoft employees who work on the HoloLens team are sort of in a rift. Some people want HoloLens to be more of a consumer thing for the metaverse because of what Facebook, uh, well, meta and what Meta and Apple are doing right now. And other people want it to be focused on enterprise and businesses as it is right now. And that that's causing rift and disarray of the direction of the product. That was one lug nut from the Business Insider report. And then the other lug nut, like Kareem was getting into, is that apparently in uh, the middle of 2021, Microsoft and Samsung formed some sort of partnership on a uh, mixed reality headset And this really pissed off the HoloLens team because um, Samsung wanted to take Microsoft's display technology and put it in the product. And then Microsoft and their employees are like, no, it's ours. And then Samsung apparently told Microsoft, you guys make the software and we'll make the hardware. And there was this whole sub the subdivision going on on the hololens team about that so it seems that is what eventually killed off hololens 3 according to business insider but again it's just rumors and it's nothing confirmed and speaking of not confirmed alex kipman he took to his twitter account and he said the following don't believe what you read on the internet hololens is doing great and if you search and if you search said Internet, they also said what we that we had canceled HoloLens 2, which last I checked, we shipped with success. So Kippen is playing fun there with the rumors. And is he confirming that, hey, maybe HoloLens 3 could still be around?
0: No, uh, what he's doing is what you and I talked about Mike. He's pulling a mixer right now. At least that's what it really feels like. I'm not. Saying that this could be the death of Hololens, but I do remember when we had broke a story about uh, an insider meeting about the disarray that was going on with Mixer. Uh, they shortly followed up with is fine, nothing to see. <laughs> kind of the, I don't know if you guys ever watch Avatar: The Last Airbender, but you know nothing's going on. Bossing say so. Uh, this is kind of what it feels like from Alice escape, especially with um, the things that we tangibly know, like we don't know that, you know, it's been canceled. We don't know anything, but we do know employees are upset. We do know employees are leaving. These are facts. And we do know that they're having trouble getting uh, their headset combat ready. Uh, yeah. And I believe that could be part of just not having the resources or the manpower behind this in this project. So they're being pulled in, you know, four or five different directions. Uh, and they're starting to, you know, they're starting to get competition who's not only caught up to them because, you know, Holland's came out and it was one of the first, uh, you know, uh, wireless, fully functional AR headsets, yep. uh, you know, forgiven the Google Glass. And so now, you know, again, we don't know what Apple's about to introduce. We do know that Google's reinvesting in this as, as we speak. Um, um, meta, you know, they also have the Oculus, but they are trying to get into AR as well. So with all that being said, and you're not progressing, this doesn't look good. So, you know, as much as Kipman might say, like, you know, don't believe what you're reading, uh, but again, these aren't facts. Uh, it's kind of hard for us to not be able to not start to question what's going on, especially like the employee said. Are they enterprise? Are they consumer? Uh, you know, we Microsoft has kind of said for the most part that they're an enterprise play. But, uh, you know, will solutions from Apple become the new standard, if, especially if they can get a headset that's a little sleeker, uh, you know, maybe has battery or clarity? Maybe they have a field of view thing that, you know, just blows Holland out of the water enterprises are going to want that as well so microsoft has a lot of ants they have a lot of things to answer for and i believe that they need to come out with i don't know an event some kind of marketing a video maybe Kippen himself having a sit down or virtual meeting with a lot of people to assuage fears and concerns and to get people and employees or you know developers contractors interested in HoloLens. because as of right now it's kind of a dead project nobody knows what to develop for the software hasn't had nasty Yep, SDK come out in quite some time,
1: and there's Windows 11 now, which I don't know if it's even going to run on Hololens 2. It's still stuck on Windows 10. But going back to something, Kipman is just one person involved in this story. A business Insider apparently their insider spoke with uh there in a meeting, and in the meeting, uh Chris Capilosa, he he wasn't pretty proud or pretty happy about Hololens. He called it quote unquote a rounding error to Microsoft's business, and he just said, quote-unquote, it's a nice gadget for a promotional video. So he basically just dismissed HoloLens all the way around. And this insider also tells Business Insider that Satya Nadella himself, he wants to make software for the metaverse, regardless whoever is making headsets or the hardware. So he's basically taking the, the Windows route, when it comes to Hololens, and it seems like this is also what's firing up the rift between the Hololens team.
0: Well, it's interesting, because I think, uh, you know, I think both Capucella and Nadella both kind of talking in two different directions or actually meeting in the middle. Uh, The fact that he's saying it's a rounding error means that he's not interested in the hardware making any type of money. So it's not going to be a consumer play anytime soon. It's not even necessarily going to be an enterprise play uh, if it's a rounding error at this junction. You know, we thought... Leading up to this, the Microsoft had enterprise lockdown. you know, there were yeah. tons of people in warehouses and, uh, out, you know, repairing jet engines, stuff with these things, because that's what we were, you know, led to believe. Uh, mm-hmm. if it's a running error, then maybe they don't invest in hardware. And maybe they do like Nadella n- n- said, position themselves for software and let Samsung who's amazing at hardware do this. So, uh, to, to your point, um, maybe HoloLens just becomes, uh, a software play. And, you know, if Microsoft were smart, kind of like Google, they let the uh, Samsungs and, you know, maybe even if you put it on like other hardware, like Vizio TV, and people who make screens, yep. let them build out that kind of technology and they can work on the field of view and get all that hard uh, engineering done. And you just say, hey, here's a perfectly good uh, AR platform. And hopefully they don't tie it heavily into Windows or this just becomes something that, you know, uh, can be used from either from a phone from some got gla- from some glasses, from you know just a screen uh, that you know sees stuff. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they pivot. Uh, again, if Hololens three is delayed, it may not be the end of Hololens as we speak. It may just be a software pivot.
1: And let's just get a fact here now. Microsoft's Frank Shaw, who's their uh, communications head, he did have something to say about this. He said that HoloLens, quote unquote, remains a critical part of our plans for emerging categories like mixed reality and the metaverse. And then he also went on to mention we remain committed to HoloLens and future HoloLens development. Just had to get that in there, just to be exact.
0: Well. And another thing we should make clear, too, is that nobody is running away with this industry. Even Microsoft, who yeah. we thought was out in a huge lead. Uh, yeah. Meta just did their uh, earnings announcement, and they took a huge, yeah. huge uh, hit. Uh, and it, that sunk R&D that they're not going to get back. Uh, yeah. So it isn't it isn't like they are nipping at the heels or, you know, someone's going to explode this market. Everyone's having trouble figuring out um, the the space between augmented reality and what we can use for it and virtual reality and what that can be used for. Neither one of them at the moment have, are solving a, a problem. I think what we did with AR is we skipped the whole actual hologram part where you would just have, you know, little cubes that would project yeah. light and, and images. <laughs> we skipped all of that because we were like, oh, it'd be great to put it on our face. But I think we may need to just go back to having walls and windows that project certain information and we can interact with that versus putting it on our face, at least a, a, as of right now. Even people who wear glasses don't want to wear glasses. So we're not going to tell them, oh. We're going to put stuff in front of your eyes as well with these glasses on. So until we can figure out what we need AR for, I don't really see Microsoft being in that big of a hole.
1: So now let's jump from one source of controversy to another, uh, which is the Windows Insider program. And Microsoft put out a blog post updating on sort of kind of like the status yeah. of the Windows Insider program. The blog post was penned by Amanda, who is the head of the Windows Insider program. It's fairly long blog post, per se. But for a long time, Windows Insiders, it doesn't really say much other than a new icon. They basically rebranded the ninja cat away from ninja cat towards this i think it's like three people sitting together and i don't even know how to explain it but we'll we'll have the photo up but that was the big news they have a new windows insider icon and other than that everything else is pretty much the same they confirmed that the beta dev and release preview channels are there to stay and it's uh, a dev dev channel is where you'll get new features that aren't linked to a specific windows release and you'll still get a b testing where some people will see new features other people will not and the beta channel is the more stable and one piece of news that came out of it is that they're creating sort of an opportunity for people to switch out of dev to beta and beta to dev within the next couple of weeks. So that that's just a quick summary of everything right there. Oh, and they also mentioned uh, new ways that you could get new Windows 11 features, which is I think we already knew this. It's either via the feature pack, uh, web packs, online experience packs, or even via the Microsoft Store. So that's uh, the news bits out of the blog post right there.
0: Yeah, uh, and when I was saying earlier, does Windows Insider even matter anymore? That's kind of what I'm (laughs) hinting at, is that um, we've come a long way for those of us who were Windows 8 beta testers, uh, to those of us who are now Windows Insiders. And along the way, we've had uh, a volley of communicators uh, people who have been kind of put in position to communicate with the community what's new, what's fixed, what's not, what's happening, where are they going, which direction. And everyone's done, you know, has been successful and failed to a certain degree in that position. Um, I think more more famously, there was our, you know, founder essentially for understanding, which was Gabe. And I believe off mic. Uh, our editor-in-chief and I were having a conversation about uh, the way he communicated and you know, compared to the way that Donna communicated and how uh, the current, uh, I guess, insider lead or head of insiders, Amanda's communicated. And again, like I said, they all have the different styles. I just think that we're not seeing the level of testing as far as features and fixes that we have seen in the past. So I'm wondering at this point, does Microsoft run their insider Programs, you know, maybe they slow down on the amount of updates. Um, maybe they communicate fixes a little differently. Uh, it's just kind of a way to rethink how we do insider programs. Yeah, yeah. And so, like I said, you know, we'll see what's ahead, uh, especially this new weird icon and what they have. I mean, we're, <laughs> we, we're not getting the bug uh, bounties that we used to. Right. The level of engagement, I feel, is yeah. kind of at, a, at an all-time low. Again, this is these are just my feelings. You know, I don't, They have the telemetry, they have the numbers, yeah. but I feel like the community engagement, the excitement for, for getting a new build, things like that are, I mean, I go through the motions because it's part of my job to report on it, but yeah. I, you know, sometimes I don't even look forward to these updates. I'm just like, ah, all right, I'll I'll, do I'll
1: skip it. it, I'll skip it. <laughs>
0: yeah, so, um, you know, we'll see what they do as far as allowing people to switch. Maybe that'll help gather people. Uh, but I do think they just need to start pushing out new things. They, you know, even yep. if they're not forward-facing features for us, at least communicate, like, these are things we're doing in the back end. Let us know if they are affecting your everyday workflow and if they, and how we can make them better.
1: And jump us into our third topic now, which is again more controversy over the 3D emoji in Windows 11. Apparently, still coming.
0: Speaking of new features, <laughs> um, yeah. While we are, you know, we would love to see a little bit more UI consistency from some of the, the old Windows 7, Windows Vista, Windows XP uh, dial, uh dialogues and things like that. Microsoft seems to be focused on emojis. And we've had a little bit of controversy with this going back. Microsoft introduced 3D emojis, which look great. They look awesome, uh, but they did so and said it's on its way. Uh, and this was how long ago did they do this? Uh, Probably like around,
1: around last year. It was in their promo video where they had all these awesome 3D emojis. And then when they released the Windows Insider builds and even in Teams with the Teams Insider updates, instead of getting 3D emojis, we got these flat, ugly 2D emojis and everyone was so pissed off and then they went and they did a blog post and they admitted oh, it was a, just like I said earlier, oh, it's a communication issue and then we weren't clear and that, uh, well, we're still working on them, but it won't be in Windows 11, it would just be in Teams and Skype and whatnot and people were still mad at them for that.
0: Yeah, so now they've tried to come out and clarify it again, I don't know who's running the uh, account for this or running the lead point on this, but they're saying that Windows 3D emojis are coming. Uh, I believe Sean over at Windows Central was kind of calling them out asking, like, well, if they're coming, when? Because you guys have said this before. Yeah, yeah. Why read, Why update is telling it's, it's coming a second time, which you, if you haven't introduced it the first time, I believe Brandon LeBlanc jumped on to try and kind of clear things up. But again, at the end of the day, they're still not here. So Microsoft needs to either tell people, it's here, go play with it, or don't bring it up again. Like, the, don't, stop telling people that. Oh, it's on its way. If you're not going to deliver, and if you don't have a specific timeline, you can't say February 26 we will introduce when the 3D emojis. You guys are welcome to play with it. Then don't bring it up. Like, there's no stop giving people these vague things, uh, and then messing that up. Like this was a, I, you know, I mentioned this is an unforced error of Microsoft's communication. Like, we didn't need to get in this controversy. We shouldn't even be talking about this topic right now. We should be moving on to other things. To bring it up because <laughs> Microsoft brought it up. Yeah. For no apparent reason.
1: And it was, uh, you mentioned that you, you weren't sure about where it's coming from, but Nando Costa, who is oh, the, okay, the, the design lead at Microsoft, he confirmed in, what well, people are saying he confirmed, but I mean, it's just one guy over the probably thousands mm-hmm. of people who are on the team but he, quote, I'll say quote-unquote, confirmed that they're still working on 3D emoji because he said someone complained about uh, the lack of the 3D emojis in a reply to one of his tweets which linked out to the Microsoft design post on the emojis and he's like, oh, we're still working on that with an explanation mark. So everyone misreported. I think it was Tom Warren at The Verge who first had a report out about it. Everyone took that as hey, Microsoft is still working on the 3D Emojis, But maybe it is true, because in that uh, blog post at the end, Costa he said, we plan to continue creating new designs every year based on new Unicode releases, and we'll also explore investments in our own exclusive concept. So there's a chance, but there also might not be a chance. Just take it the way you want to take it.
0: But like I mentioned before, this is like such a minor thing, because we still have to take into consideration what does a 3D emoji translate to to people you're communicating to outside of Windows? Yeah. This is the issue that I believe Google was having with their um, uh, messages. Yep. Like, uh, I think they, they just implemented the iMessage like, reactions. RCS, the
1: RCS. Exactly.
0: And which is great. It's a huge step forward in helping kind of bridge the gap between blue and green bubbles or whatnot. But there's still a level of loss in translation that happens with the emoji. So Again, it looks great on your computer necessarily, but if you email somebody or if you're chatting with them uh, via Messenger or something else and Skype or whatever, and they're using a different platform, what does it look like to them? Uh, and you might, you know, after all those controversy, you might just be sending, again, flat 2D emojis to everybody and it doesn't even matter.
1: All right, and I think we, we're done with the controversy for now because we hit all three of our main topics, which means it's time for a fast recap. And there's a lot of stuff we want to get to in fast recap this week, but I'm still giving us 10 minutes to get through it. And you'll go oh. first by talking about Microsoft's Activision deal and it apparently being under investigation?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, there are new rules that the FTC is, I believe, trying to implement Uh, As we speak, as far as uh, large acquisitions from especially just tech companies, but in general. Uh, So uh, this deal will be subject to that. Microsoft already stated that uh, this deal will go into 2023 before it's finalized. So they have about a year uh, to kind of be investigated, to kind of go through the books and kind of run over the numbers and to see if this will uh, indeed harm or help the gaming community. Now, keep in mind, Microsoft does expect this to go through. Uh, Activision Blizzard expects this to go through. Microsoft will, if it does, if it does, because that's right now as it stands, I think Microsoft's fifth in, in as far as market shares for gaming is concerned, they will move up to third. So they still won't be number one. Sony still uh, is the number one, I believe one, amongst the number one uh, gaming companies out there. So this could help them be competitive. But again, we expect this to go through uh, investigation.
1: And then go to our second topic, which is the Surface audio app being killed off or Surface app instead you have show everyone your brand new surface headphones i got so them everybody appropriately, got appropriately, them. Yeah. appropriately i'll let you handle the surface audio news
0: yeah i've been playing with the app actually today um yeah microsoft has decided to consolidate which we i applaud them for um they got they've moved the surface audio app into the surface app right? for those of you who have ever purchased a Surface device uh, most of them come with this uh kind of splash screen it's not really an app itself it kind of gives you insight into your device as far as uh, you know your serial code or the barcode serial number and a few of the uh, spec uh, information and there's usually kind of a thing you can register for Microsoft Care or you can get your Adobe license if you have a if you have any kind of computer service device. Uh, And then there was a separate audio device which came on the Surface Duo. Uh, You could download it to uh, any Android phone. I, I think you can do it for iOS as well, which would have given you access to equalizer features and things like that in your Surface headphones or your Surface Buds. Microsoft decided to consolidate that. So now the Surface Audio Portion of that app has now been put in the service devices. You can still download it from uh, iOS and Android. Uh, When you get your new service devices, it is bundled into that as well. So like I said, if you need to get any of your service things like a pen, uh, headphones, or get access to features on your uh, computer, they're all in one app now.
1: And now our third topic is Microsoft Lists getting support for personal accounts. Now Microsoft Lists is not to be confused with Microsoft To Do. It's a separate product, but some people have preferred Microsoft Lists because of the way that it integrates with uh l- with like uh, photos and other cute little icons and whatnots so, and and ways to track products and stuff. Well, Microsoft announced that uh select a ama- Amount of people will now be able to use personal accounts with Microsoft list. So there you go. That's that news.
0: Yeah, and on to some fun actual news for those of you who are Windows Phone fans and switched over to the deal. <laughs> Android 11 is now on the Microsoft uh, deal, or at least it's rolling out you. I got it. Yep. I want to say the end of last week. I've been playing around with it Uh you know, there are other people on the internet who have done a deep dive. I believe you actually did one yep. as well, wrote up one. So uh, please head to his article for that. But just kind of some things off the bat. It's a couple UI tweaks. Uh, they've moved some things around. Uh, they've actually brought some of the uh, fluidity and some of the uh, settings closer to the Surface Duo 2. So don't feel like you've been left out. For those of you who bought a Surface Duo on the cheap, you were right next to the Surface Duo <laughs> 2 people. Uh, the the camera app.
1: And also, uh, Gmail is getting a new look, and it apparently looks like Microsoft Outlook. We have the photo up here on the feed for you, and you know how Microsoft Outlook has that little sidebar that links you out to Microsoft's other apps? Well, this is apparently coming to Gmail now, too, because Google wants you to use Duo and their other services, and... It's giving, uh, I wrote a piece saying that Gmail is getting the Microsoft Outlook treatment. So that is our final topic in the fast recap.
0: Yeah, and I think that officially wraps us up under uh, 10 minutes or so. I just want to (laughs) get into the Gmail thing because it does make sense that it's just a UI that's, you know, a lot of people enable it. I mean, one, it's also something that's kind of going industry-wide where you kind of put all of your apps uh, in a column or taskbar or, you know, small area like that. So, uh, as much as it is following Outlook, Outlook kind of took it from other people as well.
1: And now that's time. it's time for Week Ahead, and i you get into the first part of Week Ahead.
0: Yes, so, we, you know, again, we were talking about the fallout from the Halloween's news. Uh, we're going to be monitoring this. I know a lot of people are covering it. Um, I think Mary Joffoli is going to be talking about it. Paul is talking about it. You know, everyone in uh, the Windows world will be talking about it, so we're going to be writing about it, and we're going to see if Alex Kipman is sent back out to kind of convey <laughs> an, uh, a stronger message saying that like, you know, HoloLens is a product going forward because, you know, mm-hmm. Sajanella keeps using the term metaverse uh, and he, you know, had Microsoft just sunk all this money into gaming and they believe that VR and AR are part of, you know, their, their product going forward, that mixed reality is a thing. I don't think it's a thing. I think they need to kind of, you know, I w- I was all for, Mixed Reality Microsoft kind of pitched it th- three or four years ago. Now, you know, later, you know, four years later, I was like, maybe they need to be separate things. You know, maybe we need to invest in AR separately and invest in VR separately and do them very well. Like, you know, you have uh, your next Xbox pers- perhaps could just do VR, have VR built in, kind of like how Sony did it and just do it really well. And then AR comes to its stuff like, uh, you know, built into your Windows tablet and things like that, where it makes more sense. Uh, than just having you know, a headset or
1: whatnot. And then we're also looking out for a new dev channel build next week because Microsoft didn't release one this week. Uh, one of our writers, it was his last day, and I'm like, hey, you better get a new build before before you go. But nope, there wasn't a new build this week. Microsoft said a, bl- a bug stopped them from releasing the, the uh, dev channel build. So we're looking out towards next week. Since it's been two weeks, who knows? Maybe they might put a big feature in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, they—they maybe they'll, like you said, roll in updates that they're planning to do this week into whatever big new build this is. Last, not uh, last but not least, we'll be talking about Microsoft's Xbox team celebrating Black History Month. I believe the Bing team is also doing it as well. But we have specific details from the Xbox team. Uh, There'll be, I think, uh, the actual gaming side of Black History Month. Microsoft be offering a Black History Month emblem uh, and nameplate for Halo Infinite players. Uh, In addition, Forza is hosting a new in-game. Uh, library design contest, spotlighting designs, celebrating the past, present and future of black communities. Uh, we also will be uh, getting new sort of avatar things, maybe clothing, uh, cultural re- uh, remnants, uh, things like that for, to be added to gamer pics, uh, gamer profiles or whatnot. Uh, there's also included a shirt with a special colored Xbox logo and a hat too. Uh, and those can be actually down- downloaded uh, as of today or two days ago, I think is when they, when they first started. Um, We'll also be sharing uh, rewards and initiatives as well. So again, keep an eye on your Xbox and all the extra things to help celebrate Black History Month uh, with fellow gamers.
1: And that said, we are finished. The show is finished, which means time to leave you for your traditional outro.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, hold on. We had one one other thing, too. I had mentioned that I was testing a Lenovo... 5i Legion Gaming Tower.
1: Ooh, desktop towers!
0: And yeah, and, and you know, I think it comes with like eight, gigab- 8 gigabytes of RAM, but it has a super uh, impressive graphics card. And the, the reason why this is kind of important and might be useful for gamers is that this is one of the first pre-built systems that Lenovo's kind of shipping with that can be upgraded. So for those of you who are having trouble right now getting uh, a graphics card because they're just practically basically gone uh if i'm I'm done reviewing this if it's up to snap we will be give you know having a giveaway so you might be able to get your hands freely on a new updated graphics card so again stay tuned check out the website follow us on twitter uh come back here uh and we'll let everybody know uh if and when this is available
1: i almost skipped over all the fun stuff
0: yeah, you're all about the controversy. <laughs> uh, with that being said, uh, like I said, follow us. But you can also follow me on um, mindhead once, on Twitter. So people follow you.
1: A backjourn.
0: Yeah, and uh, on Microsoft is where we'll be giving news about the giveaway uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, we do have a gaming profile on Pinterest that people should go visit. Uh, We do tease the podcast on Instagram and other places elsewhere. So, again, we're all over the Internet. You can find us. Uh, We hope you guys enjoy uh, hanging out with us.
1: And see you again soon, everyone. Same place, same time.
0: Yeah, stay safe, and uh, we'll do it again next week.
1: Bye-bye.